When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Friday, May 6th, and you're tuned into the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga, joined by Paul Hoynes. Hoynesy, uh, the Guardians took the first game of a four-game weekend series from the Toronto Blue Jays on Thursday night, and we saw something uh, maybe some of us didn't expect to see this year, uh, a Stephen Kwan two-run home run. Uh, is there anything this kid can't do? I know. It's really uh, – he's an exciting guy, uh, Joe. He's really – He's injected a lot of energy into this lineup, and that's the last thing I thought he'd get <laughs> was a home run. I hit, hit the home run, a two-run homer on a 3-2 pitch in the, in the third inning. Uh, just got out um, to right field there, and uh, after the game, I guess uh, he was talking to, uh, to you know, uh, to talking to uh, – uh, uh, Fran Mel Reyes, and, and he said, you know, he, he said, if I couldn't hit one out at Yankee Stadium, he just missed one at Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. He goes, I'm never going to, I'm not going to hit a home run all year. And uh, Reyes was laughing about that. Well, it's funny you bring up Reyes because the two of them sort of switched roles uh, in that game last night. It was uh, Quan providing the power and the, the slugging, and it was uh, Reyes with uh, three base hits to to sort of show a, a, a pulse, a sign of life that maybe he's uh, he's ready to break out of this uh, prolonged slump that he's been in. Yeah, definitely. It, it was really a good night uh, uh, for Reyes. Um, he, uh, you know, had a single to, single to right field, single to left field, single to center. And I, I loved it where he went to uh, first to third, moving 270 pounds like he was uh Usain uh Bolt uh yeah. on, on a you know on a on a single by uh uh Jimenez as to set up you know the go ahead run so that, that was really interesting I, I was talking to uh, uh Reyes you know not last night but the night before and he said you know he's he's trying to simplify his swing trying to uh, you not not hit a three-run homer with nobody else on base he's choking up more on the bat something he usually doesn't do and he's just concentrating on one pitch and trying to do as much as he can with that one pitch and uh you know victor rodriguez has talked to him about you know just simplifying his swing just you know getting it getting back to basics and you know he's gotten uh, some advice too from a couple of uh, guys that know how to hit the ball or know a lot about hitting the ball, uh, David Ortiz and uh, Vladimir Guerrero, 
uh, senior, you know, have talked to either talk to Fran Mill or talk to Rodriguez and pass along some uh, encouragement. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's interesting to hear that he would be getting advice from, uh, you know, those individuals, but also uh, those are both uh, Dominican players. That's a tight knit community. Those that, you know, there, there's a connection there. Uh, understandable why they would, would uh, be in contact and, and talking to Reyes. I, I, I guess just to see Reyes, uh, you know, put a little, put at least one game together like that is encouraging because he's sort of that, that key to that lineup that sort of bridges the top to the bottom of that lineup. And you've got guys uh, hitting behind him uh, right now. Like Andres Jimenez is, is making contact, is putting the ball in play, is, uh, you know, driving the ball now, starting to drive the ball a little more. So if you can have that and have Reyes connect the top to the bottom of the order there, you know, things start to look a lot more encouraging for this offense. Yeah, the, you know, that's a great way of putting it. Uh, you know, they, they've kind of moved Reyes down into the number five spot, even a lower a couple times. You know, Naylor hit cleanup last night. Um, but, uh, and then, you know, if, if he can come around, you know, definitely, you know, you got some protection for Ramirez, you know, Straw and, and Quan keep getting on base. Who's that, you know, hitting in the number two, first and second. And uh, then you've got Jimenez, you know, and, and Naylor, you know, maybe he could link with those guys if they're hitting sixth or seventh, you know, that then it becomes a pretty dangerous lineup. And these guys are, you know, they're hitting the ball. They're, they're you know, one of the average wise, they're one of the top, you know, teams in the American League as team batting average. I think they rank like third. They're hitting like 254 as a team, right. you know, and what the, the average batting average is like 233, you know, and that's kind of skewed by, you know, just the way they, they play, you know, it's that feast or famine offense. They score mm -hmm. like 10 runs every time they win and, and one run when they lose, but uh, they have been swinging in the bat. Yeah, it's, it's definitely encouraging. Uh, and the other encouraging thing out of uh, Thursday night's game, Aaron Savali uh, goes out there and, uh, you know, struggles in the first inning, gives up a two-run home run to uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. And then after that, he was lights out. Yeah, he was really good. Uh, you know, he was encouraged. I think uh, Francona was encouraged. Uh, you know, because the first four starts have not gone well. He he was zero two with a ten plus ERA, and he gives up that two run uh, jack to uh, Guerrero in the first inning. It looked a lot like uh, we were going to see the uh, nineteen uh, two thousand nineteen home run derby again. But uh, he, you know, he kind of he settled in. He had a great curveball last night, Joe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and that, that's really, you know, if he throws six pitches and if he can get, you know, 50% of those six pitches working on any given night, uh, he, he's going to have a good, uh, a good outing. Uh, and, and that really seemed to be the case. He sort of, you know, put aside, he threw some good cutters. Uh, he threw some good uh, curveballs. Uh, so yeah, when he's able to uh, diversify and, and expand hitter strike zones like that. He's, he's, uh, really effective and we haven't seen that yet this year. So it was, was nice to see him, uh, go a little deeper into the game. And then when he had to hand it off, uh, he turned the ball over and, and, and Nick Sandlin, uh, was able to work his way out of a jam in the, in the seventh inning with a runner on third base. Uh, it, it just shows the, the, the trust that, that Francona has right now in a young guy like Sandlin, uh, you know, not a whole lot of experience. We forget that he's 
He's only got about a year's worth of major league experience uh, being up here already. And he's being put now and, and sort of being groomed for those late innings uh, where, where he's setting up guys like Sean class a and, and others. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, the, the Toronto team is a dangerous team. You know, it looked like they, what they had a six, two, the, uh, the Cleveland was up six, two, and then Sandlin gives up the leadoff home run to uh, the uh, Kirk, the catcher. Then, you know, Bradley Zimmer beats out a bunt and uh, our, our old, our old buddy, Bradley Zimmer beats out a bunt, breaking over 16 slump, steals second base. And, you know, and all of a sudden, you know, this is a, it's a one run ball game. And, uh, but, uh, you know, like you said, uh, Sandlin closed the door. And I thought, you know, getting back to Savali, he had a big inning in the fifth. You know, there was, there was a wild pitch and he put a guy on third base. Um, and, uh, you know, with, with, uh, you know, with, uh, with no outs, really, there was a double and a wild pitch. And then he, you know, he retired the next three batters. I thought that was, you know, a big stepping stone for him. Yeah. Just, uh, encouraging all the way around to see him sort of battle through and, and, and not let, uh, you know, not let the momentum get away from him in that, in that situation. Uh, fun to, fun to watch that, that development there for, for Savali. Uh, I wanted to stop, uh, just, uh, right here in the middle and, and, uh, let people know about, um, subtext, our, um, our messaging system and, uh, text service where Hoinsey and I, uh, give you updates throughout the season and the off season, uh, and, you know, right there on your phone, uh, we text you directly and you can reply back, uh, Cleveland guardian subtext at, uh, cleveland.com slash subtext is a way to join. Or, uh, if you want to send a text to 216, uh, 298, uh, 4346 and, uh, you know, messaging rates are it's, I think it's 399 a month, uh, to subscribe. And then, you know, you have a conversation with us and it's a lot of fun. We're, uh, we're doing a lot of fun stuff with the folks on subtext here on uh, our Guardians coverage. Uh, Hoinsey, we, we, we do enjoy uh, going back and forth. We got to get, we got to get another uh, uh, Guardian subtext uh, Zoom call going pretty soon. That, that yeah. Those are a lot of fun. Yeah, we got a couple of requests for those, Joe. We're going to have to set one of those up, definitely. Well, the, the schedule has been so unusual uh, lately. It's uh, you know, making, making it difficult, but we'll, we'll find uh, maybe an off day or a, uh, uh, an afternoon game and do one in the evening there when everybody can join in. Uh, speaking of joining in, uh, Brian Shaw, Emmanuel Class A last night, they come out of the bullpen, shut things down. Uh, Class A, after, after struggling to find his fastball command, I think uh, is, is looking pretty good uh, his last few outings. Yeah, definitely. That's an encouraging thing. Um, you know, he, he kind of, you know, he was, he was one, he was one of those, it looked like he was a, he's walking a tightrope, you know, the first few times out, he, you know, he, his stuff was there, but he'd, he'd kind of give up a, a, you know, a, either a leadoff hit or a two out hit, you know, and put, you know, with, uh, put that one or two run, uh, lead in danger. But last night he was pretty dominant. He was, he was, he was not fooling around. And, uh, of course, you know, he, he had to, uh, he, he, he went back to the top of the lineup. He got Bo Bichette to end it. And you know, uh, Vladimir Guerrero is, is waiting on deck after Bichette. So that was a good out to get to a, a good way to close that game. Yeah. What do you see in, in, in Bo Bichette? Uh, you know, he's not like his, uh, 
his dad, who would just like mash home runs out of Coors Field. He's a this guy puts the bat on the ball as as good as anybody in the American League right now. Yeah, I love that guy, man. I mean, he is. Uh, you know, he had what two, three, three hits. Uh, he was three, three for three in his first three at bats. Singles. You know, he 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 doesn't get cheated. Uh, you know, he's got a good uh, feel for the strike zone. I mean, he, he, he wore Savali out in the, in, uh, in the fifth inning, or I'm, I should say in the sixth inning, he fouled off a lot of pitches. Mm-hmm. Savali finally gives up the single, you know, then he hits uh, Guerrero, gets the next two guys, and then gives up the double to Zach Collins. It kind of, you know, knocked him out of the game and, right. and really made it, you know, made it a ball game. Uh, and, uh, but you know, just a patient hitter and a really aggressive hitter, man, he, he goes up there swinging and he makes yeah. contact, but you know, the, it's funny. You said that, that the, the deep at bat that he had against Savali really sort of wore him out. And I, I know Carl Willis had to come out and, uh, you know, give him a breather after that, just to, to recollect himself. But those are the kind of at bats that the young hitters in the guardians dugout should be looking at and saying, and, and have been, and, and we've seen them. I, I believe, uh, you know, you know, Palacios had a couple of bats like that. Uh, those, the, that's a typical Stephen Kwan at bat. See as many pitches as you can, flick a few off, and and you know, follow and, and stay in the count and, and stay alive that way, and and really make a pitcher work so hard that the next guy up is the one who benefits. Yeah, definitely. And uh, you know, that's a good learning lesson. I'm sure they were watching him because he's not that big a guy, Joe. I, I don't know. I've never stood next to him. I, I haven't talked to him. But he doesn't look like his dad. His dad was a big guy, you know. Looked yeah. like, like you said, a home run hitter. This kid, this kid is playing shortstop and, uh, you know, kind of wiry, tall. Uh, but he's he's a good looking ball player. Well, speaking of home run hitters, uh, a uh, a notorious home run hitter will be rejoining uh, the Columbus Clippers uh, as Bobby Bradley cleared waivers and was outrighted to. Triple uh, A in Columbus and uh, Logan Allen or the the Logan S Allen is Logan S Allen. Yeah. he's he's heading to Baltimore after the two were uh, designated for assignment on Sunday night. Uh, we we learned their destinations yesterday. Logan Allen heading to Baltimore, and since nobody claimed Bobby Bradley, uh, Cleveland outrighted him to Triple A, uh, where. You know, that's that's where he became the assassin down at AAA and, uh, you know, hit 160-some home runs or – I'm sorry, hit uh, drove in 160-some runs, hit like 45 home runs in his time there in Columbus. So, uh, you know, what's the future hold for Bobby Bradley there? Well, hopefully uh, Bobby, you know, uh, gets some playing time, gets some regular playing time. Now, I don't know how, how, how much – <laughs> Is he still in uh, Cleveland's plans? You know, I, I guess he, he is. Uh, they must see some value in him uh, or they, they would have just outright released him, you know. But uh, because he had only – this was the first time he'd been outrighted, you know, placed in outright waivers, you know, he didn't have a, a say in whether, you know, he could refuse him and become a free agent. So he had to accept the assignment. Uh, maybe he gets um, – you know, some playing time, some regular playing time, because he certainly wasn't getting it up here right. and gets his swing back, makes some contact and makes himself a viable, uh, you know, viable player for either, you know, Cleveland or somebody else or to be involved in a trade. I would think he's out of options. He's a free agent at the end of the year, but, you know, he's got to put some numbers up, Joe, and uh, 
just to, uh, you know, to enhance his uh, value. Yeah, I think, you know, barring any unforeseen injuries or anything like that, I don't I don't know that we would see him back up here in Cleveland this year. But, you know, maybe he can make himself an attractive piece for for someone to sign, uh, you know, in the offseason. Who knows? Uh, as far as Allen goes, uh, I mean, Baltimore needs starting rotation help. So who knows if he's going to slot in there? Uh, they lost John Means to a uh, uh, elbow surgery, uh, Tommy John surgery. And, you know, not that Logan Allen is a replacement for John Means, but, you know, they, he, he can certainly help with their depth. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, it's another chance for Logan Allen. What do they say about lefties, Joe? They never go out of style, right? You can pitch forever. Mm-hmm. So hopefully uh, Logan, you know, like, like Bradley, gets some regular work, gets an opportunity and takes advantage of it, you know, kind of like Adam Plutko kind of for an instant there revived his career. You know, he got a, an, another, at least another year in the big leagues. Uh, so, you know, maybe uh, Logan can uh, find whatever the, the light goes on for him because he had some decent stuff. It just, it, it just looked like sometimes a moment would get overwhelm him. It just did to me, maybe, maybe he's a reliever, but it looks like he'll get a shot you know, in the rotation for Baltimore. Yeah. And maybe, maybe knowing that somebody needed him or wanted him in that situation will give him a little more confidence to go out there and, uh, and, and pitch well, uh, speaking of pitching well, but, uh, you know, being sidelined for a, a little while, uh, top pro- top pitching prospect, Daniel Espino, uh, placed on the seven day injured list for, uh, where was he? He was at double A. He was at yeah, Akron. He was at Akron. He was at Akron. Uh, it's a it's a right knee problem with the Spino. Yeah, uh, uh, patella tendon tendonitis. Tendonitis. Uh, so so nothing nothing surgical or, or torn up or anything like that. Just uh, that's the kind of thing where you, you you probably need a week off and then a week to get yourself back. Uh, you know, uh, throwing again and then and then he'll be back. But you know, he was he was doing well before the the injury sidelined him. Oh my goodness. Uh, Francona said when he read the scouting reports, all he saw was a lot of exclamation points, <laughs> exclamation marks in the scouting reports. I mean, 35 strikeouts in 18 and the third innings. What was the one game he had, Joe? He struck out the first 11 guys he right. had faced. Um, so this is, you know, this is former number one pick by the organization. They're going to take good care of him. And, uh, you know, I, th- I was thinking he would, he might have a chance to get up here. You know, make the jump from Double A to uh, Cleveland this year. We'll have to see how he responds to this uh, injury. Well, and if he comes back and he's still throwing, you know, top nineties, uh, you know, touching a hundred with his fastball, uh, you know, yeah, that that might be a chance, might be a possibility uh, could happen. But uh, I don't see. Is he on the forty man yet? He's not on the forty man yet, is he? He doesn't no, have to be on the forty man until after this year. So. Yeah, because they uh, would have protected him if they if he was correct. Yeah, they. So I think he goes on the forty man at the end of this season, and you 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 will definitely see him next season. Uh, but you know, unless they have a real urgent need, I don't I don't see him coming up to the to the big league club uh, this year, uh, unless he forces it. Like you said, unless he forces. But this injury probably sets him erases that chance if he has to, you know, rehab or anything like that. And I think he's had it before too. I think mm-hmm. uh, I remember Francona saying this was kind of a reoccurring thing. So I'm sure they're not going to take, you know, over overwork him or overexpose him. 
Right. Yeah. Well, when you throw, uh, you know, hundred miles an hour like that and your compact size, like he is, uh, you, you, that kind of, that's the kind of repetitive injury that, that probably crops up. Uh, speaking of injuries that cropped up, Gabriel Arias, uh, did have surgery on his hand after he suffered a fracture, uh, at the beginning of the week. So he is out for six to eight weeks is the report. Uh, so that, that really sort of throws a monkey wrench in Gabriel Arias's uh, plans or chances to be able to get back up here with the big league club after making his uh, debut in the double header against Chicago a couple weeks ago. Uh, we really thought that that was them just sort of giving him a taste, sending him back down to refine some things, and then he would be back up. Uh, that's, that's not going to be the case now. And, and really this sort of turns into a, you know, how good can he get himself back, you know, once he comes back from this injury. Yeah, this, uh, you know, really an unfortunate injury because, like you said, Joe, this kid was on the fast track. You know, he's, we've seen him a lot in spring training the last two springs, you know, kind of dominated at, at double at triple A last year when he was, what, 22, 23 years old. Uh, he was he was ready. He, he was probably big league ready. And, um, you know, this sets him back six to eight weeks, like you said, and they're going to call. I think he's coming up to Cleveland this weekend. Uh, for a for a visit, you know, Frank Terry uh, Francona wants to talk to him. Just kind of see see how they can maybe uh, you know continue his development, or you know, just because he can't swing, or you know, maybe just to give him a little bit of a pep talk. You know that that don't get your head down and uh, just keep going forward. You know, he's still he's time is on his side, and so is talent. So mm -hmm. you know, one way or the other, we're going to see him up here in Cleveland within the next two years. Well, the other guy that's, uh, that, you know, time is, is coming and, and talent is coming uh, down at double A, Brian Rocchio is, is tearing things up as well. Uh, seeing highlights of him pretty much every night uh, driving the ball now. And we've seen him the last couple of years in spring training games as well. Uh, so very exciting, uh, you know, two prospects, uh, you know, Arias right now, uh, maybe, maybe going a little slower, but uh, by the end of the year, I would expect Brian Rocchio to be uh, a, a big part of that Columbus lineup as well. Uh, great point because uh, Tyler Freeman just came back. You lose areas, you know, now you can manipulate that middle infield if you bring Rocchio up and, uh, you know, that's going to be fun. I'd, I'd, I'd pay to see those two guys play the play, play in the middle of the diamond. That, that would be, that, that would, you know, the Clippers fans are hopefully in the near future are going to get their, you know, going to have a treat for themselves. Absolutely. All right, Hoinsey, if the uh, weather holds out, we will uh, we'll have a game tonight. Uh, the the Guardians will send Shane Bieber to the mound against Kevin Gossman. Should be a good pitching matchup if it happens. Uh, if not, we'll have updates, and uh, our Subtech subscribers will be the first to know uh, if the game is postponed or not. Uh, we'll know probably somewhere around the 4 or 5 o'clock hour if that happens. Uh, so uh, stay tuned there. Uh, good to talk to you again. We'll, uh, we'll be in touch on Monday when we, we hear from you, uh, and I believe in, in Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. All right. We'll talk to you then. All right, Joe, stay dry tonight. 